Let me... I feel like it's been a while since we did this. It has been a while. Yes, it has. Who are you, Jess? Who am I? <laughs> don't pretend like we don't talk every single day. I know. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jess. I'm Paige. And welcome back to Endeavor. Paige, I have a great quote for you today that might have something to do with our topic today. Alrighty. This is a quote by Deepak Chopra, who is an author. The best use of imagination is creativity. The worst use of imagination is anxiety. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, that's deep. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Jess. Well, things are moving very quickly as far as the coronavirus are, goes. So I don't know where we're going to be. Are they moving quickly? What? No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't know where <laughs> we're going to be a week from, a week and a half from now. Oh. Like, if we're going to be, you know, what what the world's view on this is going to be. Because I feel like a couple weeks ago, everyone was happy to be in the, indoors. Okay. And now there's, like, a split between people who want to be out. And for this to be over, I mean, we all want it to be over. But... I think tensions are high. <laughs> tensions are high, and we don't know we don't know how long we're going to be stuck in the house. However, I do think that no matter what happens, people are in general going to be spending a lot more time at home this year than they would have otherwise, mm-hmm. whether things open up again soon or not. So I think that what we're about to talk about could be helpful for anyone and everyone who is looking for something to occupy themselves with. (laughs) You can do this by yourself, but it's more fun to go out and find... Don't go out. Uh, Get get online. (laughs) Take that back. Look at look at your contacts list and uh, find find an accountability partner. Page accountability. What what you think? Uh, it's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely needed at a time like this when the days all run together and there's things that I should be doing, but sometimes I need that extra little push. So, um, basically, what we're talking about is finding someone to challenge you on a day to day basis or just whenever. Um, Jess and I went all out and we decided to do a seven day challenge. So we each gave each other a challenge a day for seven days and we woke up in the morning, read our challenge and had to complete it within that day. And it was a lot of fun and Jess and I know each other pretty well. So we were able to really tailor each of these challenges to each other's interests and hobbies and things that we might struggle with or need that little nudge to get moving on. And that's why it's best to find a friend who you can do this with. Obviously, we would be happy to challenge you if you reached out and said, hey, what should I do? But we don't know you as well (laughs) as some of your friends might. So we want to talk about the challenges that we faced this week and the fun that we had with them. Maybe you'll get some ideas for yourself. Maybe you'll get some ideas for... Uh, a challenge that you can send to a friend. The big thing that I got out of this is it was something to look forward to each day. Like when yeah. I when I went to bed at night, I was just like, I got to go to bed as soon as possible because I can't wait until my next challenge. And I 
I had to force myself not to peek at what the challenge was for the next day. <laughs> I found it a lot easier to get motivated because I knew I had somebody else challenging me and it wasn't just myself. Because, mm -hmm. you know, for example, for the longest time during quarantine, I was thinking, man, I need to practice my photography and I never really got around to it. And then when someone else said, hey, practice your photography today, that gave me that motivation <laughs> and challenged me to actually get up and do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Jess and I came up with these challenges, and we both went the same route. We put them in envelopes and labeled them day one through seven, and then each morning we would get up and we would open the challenge of the day. So we're going to start with day one, which was a Sunday. Right. We went Sunday to Saturday, and uh, I will say it looks like we... Obviously, we're, we have different personalities. We have different ways of going about things, and we definitely put our own spin on these challenges. Mine had a theme. Paige's kind of had a theme. When I was giving my challenges to Paige, my thought was, I'm going to try to give her a bunch of stuff that sparks creativity and that might get her motivated to continue to do some of these activities after the challenge week is over. So for Jess, I, I attempted to make a theme. It was mostly about getting to know yourself better or... You tell me I don't have a theme. You were just like, Jess would like to do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was basically just thinking about who Jess is and different aspects of her personality and coming up with challenges to dive into that, I guess, like different hobbies. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was basically <laughs> just looking at Jess and understanding who she is and then challenging different pieces of that. Cool. Yeah. So... Day one, then, my challenge that Paige gave me was to create a self-portrait. And uh, she knows that I've been trying to get into drawing. I used to paint. I do paint every now and then, but I'm finding that I can't get as precise as I want to with paint as I can with a pencil. So I've been trying out drawing lately and just having a hard time actually getting the stuff out and working on it. So she said, create a self-portrait. And I sat down and I used a mirror and my phone to take a picture of certain angles of my face and I created a self-portrait and it was actually a lot of fun and it turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to turn out. So I'll share the picture on Instagram so that people can go and see what it looks like if they would like to. But um, it's just, it's of me kind of looking down uh, with this like little smile on my face and I don't know, I just... I see my, like, in my mind's eye, like, that's what I look like to other people. Hmm. Okay. See, okay, okay. Can I give you, like, what I think when I saw your drawing? Okay, tell me. Okay, I really liked it, first and foremost. I saw it, like, whenever I see anybody, like, looking down like that, my instant reaction is, like, that's just a very humbling position. Like, you know, you don't have your nose stuck in the air, like you're just, <laughs> like you have your head down, and it's almost like looking inward. You're like focusing on like who you are inside and how you're portraying yourself to the world. And I just find it a very humbling position. So I, I love to see that you drew yourself that way, Jess, because that's how I see you. And I feel okay. like subconsciously that's what you drew. Okay, what you just said perfectly describes what I was trying to say. <laughs> I feel like you need to be an art critic. But yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get across. Mm -hmm. So, yay me. There you go. <laughs> yay me. <laughs> I've been watching too much Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> All right, should I go? 
Yeah, and I think what's interesting is that both of our first challenges had something to do with art. So, Paige, share share the challenge that I sent to you for day one. Yeah, so Jess sent me a challenge to practice my art. Uh, she specifically challenged me to use an online tutorial that I mentioned um, in a previous episode. And it was a tutorial on digital art, which... I was excited about, (laughs) and I'm very anxious to work on my digital art, but I'm in a conundrum because my digital pen is not working at the moment because I think I ran out its batteries. (laughs) And see, I knew your pen wasn't working, but I just assumed that you would try to use a regular art supplies instead. Well, Jess, you see, it doesn't really work that way. (laughs) Digital art, it's not... I mean, I could, but it, it kind of defeats the purpose. So instead, I tried to keep the same spirit of the challenge, which was to learn from like another source. So I grabbed a book that I've had lying around, which is a how to draw book, which I usually don't use how to draw books. I just decided to give it a go. I tried to do an anatomical study of a horse, which is basically like looking at the structure, the skeletal system, the muscles, and the proportions, and try to do a study of that, and that'll help you in the future with drawing because you'll understand like what's going on underneath the horse. But I, I had a very difficult time. <laughs> I realized why I don't usually take that approach because it's really hard, and you have to be very precise. And that's not my strong suit in art. I'm usually very whimsical, I guess. So taking an anatomical study is very difficult for me because I, I'm usually not that precise. So it was definitely a challenge. And it was it was frustrating, but it's something that I think I need to work on if I want to improve. And I missed my digital pencil, but... <laughs> I'll use the old-fashioned stuff. I appreciate that you adapted and you did what you could. Yeah. Given the fact that you didn't have a digital pen working. Yeah. So it was all good. It was fun. So day one was apparently all about art. It was, yeah. (laughs) And I guess you could say my day two was also about art because my second challenge was to practice my photography. So Paige gave me a scavenger hunt list of items to take photos of which was fun, but what I found, or what I was reminded, because I already know that my favorite subject by far is people, and obviously right now that's kind of difficult, (laughs) because don't have access to a ton of people who are willing subjects (laughs) for photography uh, modeling, so I guess in the long run it was a good thing, because it forced me to work on stuff that I'm not as familiar with as I Um, don't gravitate to as quickly, you know, when I have the option of what I'm going to take photos of. So I was running around taking pictures of doorknobs and (laughs) of nature. My favorite subject on the list that Paige gave me was definitely my cats, (laughs) because I took a lot of pictures of my cats. And I think that's interesting, because they're the closest to, like, a human that was on the list. Uh (laughs) Right. You know, they're living things and they have eyes, which, I mean, I don't know if cats have souls, but (laughs) the eyes are the windows to the soul. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like, I just, I don't know if that's what it is. Just like seeing the face of a being that 
I like to take pictures of, like, wondering what's going on in their mind. Hmm. Ooh, I got chills. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my cats have been weirdly cooperative and very good models for my quarantine photography practice. (laughs) They're probably like, what took you so long, Jess? We are clearly (laughs) models (laughs) just waiting to be photographed. (laughs) (laughs) So my challenge for Monday uh, was to work on my writing skills... Oh, yes. <sighs> Which was so needed. And this, was my, this was the first challenge that I came up with for you. Uh, well, it was a good one. <laughs> so this was like a double whammy kind of challenge because I have not touched or looked at my writing in so long. And I will just go through like waves of creativity where I will be just like, woo, this is great. But then I will just be like so overwhelmed and I'm just like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, what am I saying? Like, how am I going to fit these pieces together? Like, it's just too overwhelming. And I just like back away and I'm just like, all right, I can't. And sometimes I'm just like, I need to call someone. I need to call an author and be like, listen, look what I have. Just excuse me, JK Rowling. <laughs> please, like, please read my story. Yeah, put these pieces together and make something because I'm not worthy. <laughs> so I go through these weird phases and I definitely needed a push to go back to it because I'm at that point in the story where I'm just like, I have all the pieces. I just cannot thread them together. So Jess challenged me to spend at least an hour, and she specifically said not editing. She wanted me to move forward with the story, which is an extra challenge because... Which I knew is what you were avoiding. I was like, if I just tell her to go practice her writing, she's going to go back and edit what she's already written. I'm like an editing maniac. (laughs) Because it's so easy to write something, and then it never looks perfect. So you just go back and you edit the same thing over and over and over and over again, and you don't get to the end. So I spent an hour literally just refreshing myself on the story. I just like just reread a lot of what I already wrote, but I, I did not edit <laughs> Jess, I swear. <laughs> okay. I just reread to just familiarize myself with the story. And then I went and I just kind of started, I, I was actually surprised because I do have the whole thing written out. It's just like in chunks and it's not connected. So what I did was I started putting in those like connecting pieces So it wasn't really editing, it was just like the filler stuff in between each large part. So it it was it was rough. (laughs) I feel like every time I sit down to write, I'm a different person. So I feel like it just sounds different every time I sit down to write. And it depends on my mood. Like sometimes if I'm angry or if I'm feeling like emotional, like the character characters will act different. It's so weird. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I think I just infuse myself so much in my writing, I have to, like, watch it, because every time I sit down, I'm, like, a a different writer, and it just sounds, like, weird (laughs) reading it. (laughs) So that's, I think, why I get so caught up in editing, because I'm just, like, I I need to rein this in. (laughs) But, yeah, it was really good um, to get back at it, and... I want to get back at it more, and Jess, I feel like you need to, or somebody needs to be like, listen, come on, <laughs> you got to get back and do... You need s- me to check in periodically and ask you when was the last time you wrote anything. Please, I do need that, because, yeah. 
So that was a good one, Jess. Thank you. Well, my day three challenge was to write <laughs> myself a letter. And um, I was not looking forward to this one. So I read the challenge. I was like, oh, I have to like write a letter about how great I am. <laughs> really? Come on, Jess. So I definitely put that one off a little bit more uh, than some of the others. But I did sit down in the afternoon and wrote myself a nice letter. I actually made myself tear up a little bit. Uh, and Paige said, seal the letter away and put it in a safe place. So I did. And I just, I, I, you know, addressed it to myself and it was like, hey, this, these are some really great things about you. Um, these are some things that sometimes you don't think are so great, but this is why you're wrong. So, yeah, it was nice. Aww. Have you ever written a letter to yourself, Paige? Um, not like that. I mean, I remember there used to be this website where you could write emails to yourself. I did that, I think, (laughs) and I never got it. (laughs) Yeah, I think I got it one time, and it was such a strange email. (laughs) Because it was written by, like, me in sixth grade or something, and it was like, You're great! You're Taylor Swift's! It was very strange, and I was just like, oh, okay, (laughs) sixth grade page. (laughs) And you got it how many years later? I don't, I don't know, it was like, it wasn't that long ago, so it was probably like, I don't know, I don't want to do the math. (laughs) But it was, it was a significant chunk of time that reading the letter, I was just like, who is this person? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't really an encouraging letter, it was just like, this is sixth grade page. I love, Hi, how you doing? I love Taylor Swift and uh, Camp Rock is great. I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird. What about you, Paige? I don't even remember. I don't even remember what I gave you on day three. <laughs> you gave me the challenge to look out a window and daydream for thirty uh, yes. minutes because I said a while back that I needed an excuse to do that. <laughs> I think it was during our creativity episode because mm-hmm. we were reading an article that was listing off ways to be creative and one of the things was staring out a window and doing nothing and I said I don't think I could do that I think I would get too distracted or bored and you were like oh no I would love an excuse to do this uh-huh <laughs> so here it is I got the excuse to do it <laughs> um it was really nice I came home from work and I sat at my window, which is right next to my bed, and it was a beautiful day, and I just sat there with the window open. Ugh, it was lovely. (laughs) I just, I mean, I think I said this also in a a different podcast episode, that I miss being the passenger in a car, because I love to just look out the window and daydream, and I can't do that when I'm driving very well. (laughs) So... I really appreciated just being able to sit at a window and look out and just let my mind wander. It was interesting, though, because I kept wanting to think productive thoughts. I kept thinking about things like making plans in my head for like the first couple minutes. And I was just like, should I be writing this down? Should I get out some paper? (laughs) Yeah, and I know how that is. I was just like, no, like that's not the point of this. I'm not supposed to be productively thinking I'm just supposed to be like just fantasizing or just enjoying the moment so I would argue though that daydreaming can be productive like you oh, yeah. doesn't have to be like 
useless. Absolutely. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Against the point. Right. But I think I think that daydreaming can just be like an escapism and it doesn't need to be like thinking in like reality and planning because that's not really escaping from your current situation. Like if I'm really like hardcore daydreaming, like I'm not on earth anymore. <laughs> it's going to make me sound crazy, but I remember Jess when we were in Colmar and we went to visit that castle in France. I was so glad that after we visited that castle, I think it was the next day we went on the train ride back. Is that right? Yeah. I was so glad that those things were so close together because on the train ride back, all I did was fantasize about what it would be like to live in that castle. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just like perfect because I could look out the window of the train and I could just fantasize the entire way. And I think that was the train where I had to sit by myself. I couldn't sit with you guys. You, I know you had to sit with you had to sit by yourself on the way to Colmar, but I think it might have been both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was by myself because I really appreciated that time that I was just sitting there by myself, looking out the window, and I had such like fresh experiences to fantasize about. There was so much scope for the imagination, as Anne would say. <laughs> so I really. I really love those moments, but it was interesting to be given a scheduled time, like you are going to sit at this window and you are going to daydream. Mm -hmm. Like that was kind of odd. And I really had to like bring myself to that place where I could just like fantasize about something. Yeah. So I fantasized about Scotland, by the way. That was my... (laughs) (laughs) I thought you fantasized about... Uh, buying a house. It was a couple that was things. what was going on that day. It was like you were thinking a lot about that. I know, but then that got into productive thought. I mean, at first, at least, I did bring it to a point where I was just like, all right, let's just go crazy. Let's just go hog wild. Like, what would be my dream house? And not thinking, like, rationally, like, okay, my next step is to go to the bank and get pre-approved for the mortgage. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... I don't know. It was really, it was really nice. It was wonderful. And it was such a great way to decompress from a day of just like working and serious productive thought. (laughs) So I find daydreaming just a really healthy thing to do. And I don't know how many people do it as adults, you know? So that's it. (laughs) It was a great day. Okay, so my challenge number four on Wednesday was to plan a trip to Bulgaria. Because <laughs> Paige knows that one of the things that I love to do is to plan and organize things, especially when it has to do with traveling. So she gave me a random country (laughs) and told me to plan everything from where the plane was going to land, what hotels we were going to stay in. Uh, You said to pick three restaurants, like fancy restaurants that we would eat at. Uh, You gave me the budget of $10,000 and said the plane ride was free. I had to come up with the transportation, 10 uh, sites or locations that we were going to see. And um, I, I know way more about Bulgaria than I ever thought I was going to know. <laughs> <laughs> and I can definitely see us going on this trip, but not before a lot of the other countries that we want to see. Mm-hmm. So this trip might have to be tabled for a while. But I do have two weeks worth of activities that we can do as long as we can hire a car to drive us to all of them. <laughs> I don't think we would ever have $10,000 to just... I don't think so either. In Bulgaria. 
<laughs> and if we did, I think we'd spend it in a different country first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> However, it was a lot of fun to dream Mm -hmm. and choose all of these cute little towns that we would stay in. I did, the majority of my planning was just picking what we were going to do and see. I definitely gave up on the hotel part (laughs) (laughs) after picking one hotel because we, in our fantasy two-week trip, we go to like 12 different locations so I was not about to go researching for a hotel in every single location. Right. But, um, yeah, if you ever need advice about what to do in Bulgaria, DM me, because <laughs> I, got, I got the deets. Nice. And this is one thing that I, I definitely want to do again. So I want to, you know, pick another country and just document all of the things that I want to go and do and see there. And that way, I have everything prepared and ready for when we are allowed out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going to share Wednesday for me. Uh, Wednesday for you, I was so excited about. This was by far my favorite, I think. (laughs) (laughs) This was such a surprise. And it's also the absolute easiest one you had. (laughs) I know, but it was so fun. Oh, gosh. So on Wednesday, Jess just told me to check out our shared Spotify account because there was a playlist there for me to listen to. And all I had to do was just sit back and listen to these songs. And uh, it was so wonderful. (laughs) My thinking behind this was how, you know how people used to make mixtapes or mix CDs for their friends? Mm -hmm. We need to, we need to bring that back. Like we need to keep doing that. Yes. I just, I wanted this is, I put this in the middle of the week because I figured, okay, you've this will you, you've had a, a work day before and you'll have one after this, so you'll be in the middle of a work week where you're just like, ugh, work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I wanted to give you just like a reason to smile, I guess. So I just made a playlist of songs that I either knew would trigger some happy memory, like a song that we listened to a lot on some vacation or something. Um, I put songs on there that I knew you liked or were from something that you liked. And I put songs on there that I thought you probably hadn't heard before, but that you should or that you would like if you were to hear it. Mm -hmm. So it was so much fun making the playlist. And I just could not wait to hear what you thought of it. Oh, Jess, you made me laugh. You made me cry. (laughs) It was so emotional. And it was just such a surprise every song that came on because I tried not to look at what songs were coming up. And I just let it play. Like I, I had gotten home from work and I just let it play in the background while I was just hanging out. And It was just, it was so awesome just to hear those songs play, and it just instantly took me back to a place, and it just reminded me of you or something that we shared together, and ugh, it was great. (laughs) It was so good. And then as soon as I was done, well, I did not want it to end, but as soon as it was over, I was just like, I have to do this for Jess. Like, I have to do this too. Because it was just, oh, it brought me so much joy, and I just wanted to do it for someone else, or I was thinking of people that I wanted to do that for. And you're right, Jess, like, do people still make mixtapes? Because it was just, I felt so much love, and I just, I felt like you knew me so well. I was just amazed with the songs that you picked, and 
just how well you know me as a person. I was just like, oh, I feel so loved. <laughs> I don't know what it is about music lately. Like, I loved our personal soundtrack episode, and I loved making this playlist for you. Mm-hmm. And when you sent me the playlist that you made for me, I was just like, I don't want this to end. This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I knew most, if not all, of the songs, but it's not, it's not about discovering new music. It's about, like hearing a song and knowing that somebody thought of you when they heard this or, you know, that there's a shared memory there. Mm-hmm. There's just so much friendship wrapped up in music. <laughs> <laughs> there is. It's such a beautiful thing. So I guess we'll leave these playlists up on our Endeavor Spotify account. There'll be a Wednesday in isolation for Paige and a Wednesday in isolation for Jess. And so you'll see which songs made me think of Paige and which songs made Paige think of me. Can't recommend doing this enough. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to make these for all of my friends now, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with that said, my Thursday challenge was to go on a walk. But Paige called this a thankfulness walk. So I had to go on a walk in my neighborhood and say thank you to inanimate objects out loud (laughs) for all the world to hear and Paige doesn't think this is weird (laughs) um I don't talk to myself out loud very often I do very occasionally and if I am doing that it's usually because I'm rehearsing something like I'm rehearsing a conversation that I have to have or something like that so And even when I'm doing that, it's usually in my head. So I was out there walking and thinking, if somebody looks out their window and sees me saying to a swing in their yard, thank you for being so much fun for some child somewhere. Like, they're going to think I'm insane. They're going to say, why, how long has this girl been locked in her house? It has to have been for more than two months of quarantine. What happened? So I was, I I did your challenge. I thanked some things. I thanked the sun. I thanked the grass. I I don't remember what all I thanked, but I I did it in whispers. (laughs) And I definitely got more caught up in thinking about that whole concept and how like it was so uncomfortable for me to talk to myself out loud, at least in public, that um, that kind of took over my walk. (laughs) That's so interesting, Jess, because I never expected that part to be so challenging for you. It is interesting to think about because, I mean, I hope I'm not crazy, but I talk to myself all the time. Well, you made the point to me that you, because you're an only child, you always, you had to talk to yourself. Like, that's how you socialized amongst yourself (laughs) in your (laughs) Yes, yeah. Like, when I was a kid, when I would play, there was nobody else there, so I would... (laughs) I would talk to myself or I would talk through my animals. And I never thought that was an odd thing. Um, And as an adult, I mean, (laughs) I'm obviously not talking through stuffed animals anymore. (laughs) I, if I'm doing something, a lot of times I will talk myself through it out loud. Um, I remember there was a time where I accidentally was recording myself parallel parking. (laughs) And I went back (laughs) in my phone and I looked at this video and it was me talking myself through parallel parking. I was like, come on, Paige, you can do this. All right. Nope. Didn't quite get it. All right. Try again, Paige. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I just, I don't even think about it. It's just what I do. Or if I'm going for a walk, I'll talk to myself. I mean, I'm definitely aware if there's other people around, I, I won't just blatantly be talking to myself. But if I know that I'm in a somewhat private public place even I'll do I'll do it (laughs) I don't really care it's just kind of how I thought process sometimes I don't know maybe I'm just too aware of what other people think of me or too like I mean I don't who cares if the neighbors think I'm crazy I never (laughs) talk to them anyway (laughs) but that's yeah that's what I was thinking the whole time like who who just goes on a walk and talks to trees like this (laughs) Yeah, I just, I never really thought, I need to like take note of when I talk to myself now, because I'll do it at work sometimes. I know like if I'm walking through the hallway, and if there's nobody around, like I, I, like I said, I take note if there's other people around. But if I'm walking through the hallway, sometimes I'll be like, all right, it's a good day. It's gonna be all right, Paige. You got this. Like just little things like that, I'll say out loud to myself. Hmm. Yeah, those, those little pep talks to myself usually just happen in my head. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I just never really thought of that being an odd thing. So listeners, let me know if anybody else does that or if I'm just (laughs) really weird. (laughs) So my challenge for Thursday, I was so pumped about. My challenge was to practice using my camera to take photos of Carolina, my dog. So I have this nice camera that I bought to help me out with work and to take on vacations, but if I don't have anything special going on with work or I'm not on vacation, it pretty much just sits in my room on the floor. I want to get better at using it because I, I really don't know what I'm doing whenever I try to use it. So Jess's challenge was to really try to experiment with it or get to know the camera better so that I can take like better quality pictures and know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it was really fun because I love Carolina. So, <laughs> And I know that that was the key to you loving this challenge. Yeah. If I had just said, go practice your photography here, take a picture of a doorknob, take a picture yep. of a piece of fruit, you would have been like, I'm so over this. <laughs> yes. But I said, take Carolina on a photo shoot, and I knew that would get you. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> And then when I was I was all done, I was so proud of these pictures. I was like, oh my gosh, look at my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't as proud of my photography skills. I was just proud of how beautiful she looked. <laughs> but definitely it was me using the camera and learning how to use it better, which took better pictures. But it was really fun. I, I still don't know what I'm doing, but... <laughs> It was exciting to just be more adventurous with the camera because usually I just put it on one setting and I'm like, all right, this is the automatic setting. (laughs) If I push this button, it'll take a picture. That's all I need to know. But I really tried to kind of like fiddle around with the buttons and see like, oh, well, if I put it on this setting, it's a lot darker than if I put it on this setting. Or if I put it on this setting, the background's kind of blurry. Or if it's on this setting, then like her nose is like really clear. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was really fun. I mean, again, I don't really know how much I learned, but I think it was good that I got out of my comfort zone of the automatic button (laughs) good (laughs) so yeah and I'm really proud of the pictures they turned out really nice okay my other favorite challenge from the week was challenge number six which was Friday's challenge and 
Paige made me a self-care bingo board, <laughs> which had all these squares on it with different things that I could do that could be that could qualify as self-care. So go to bed early, do a facial, buy something online, take a nap, drink eight glasses of water during the day. Just little things that are supposed to make your day better, I guess. But I think it would be a great idea, Paige, if we uh, take a picture of this and put it up on our Instagram for other people to play self-care bingo. Jess, I think that's a brilliant idea. I love it. I finished, I did, I did bingo twice on the day that this challenge came up. And then Paige asked me if I was going to try and go for all of them. And I said, I, that's pretty much impossible to do in one day. And she said, okay, well, if you finish it by the end of the weekend, then you win. So I said, okay. <laughs> so it's now Sunday and I, I finished them all. Yay. And I kind of want to do it again. <laughs> I should make a new board. I need a new bingo board. Oh my gosh. This would be so fun to do though for our listeners to make like bingo boards and put different challenges in there. It doesn't necessarily have to be self-care. Part of it for me is that I like to check things off. So it was a lot of fun to be able to check off a board or a, a square every time I completed something because mm-hmm. it made me feel accomplished and yeah. it's kind of difficult to do that when you're stuck at home right now. Right. So that was another like therapeutic thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I, yeah. that I got out of this bingo challenge. And you feel like a winner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've cared for myself so much. Yay. Just looking at this board. Oh, Jess, that makes me so happy. I'm so glad that you enjoyed this one. All right. What was your challenge on Friday, Paige? Well, what do you know? Mine was self-care also. <laughs> Jess told me to have an ultimate self-care night turn my room into a spa and pamper yourself and then she gave me a whole bunch of suggestions she said take a bubble bath light a candle have a face mask do my nails eat some comfort food put away my phone Ugh, it was great so (laughs) I it was such a good time also for me to have a self-care night because it was at the end of the week and then I was off this weekend so it was like the beginning of my weekend off and it was just uh it was so good <laughs> to be <laughs> able to the reason I put it on a Friday uh, it was so nice to be able to transition from work to relaxation and just have like a nice little night to just get me in that zone. Knowing that you didn't have to get up in the morning the next day. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right away. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did, I had like a plan. So, (laughs) okay, so I got home, I got a shower and put on my PJs. I went down and made myself some hot tea. And then I put on a facial. And then I went on the internet and I bought the new Scooby-Doo movie (laughs) that just came out. (laughs) And and it's funny because Jess asked me, she was like, did you, like, she was surprised that I bought a new movie. She thought I would watch something nostalgic. And typically that's what I would do. Because we've talked before about how it's comforting to watch a movie you're already familiar with because you already know what's going to happen. Right, right. But I don't know. I just, and I really didn't have that high of expectations for this Scooby-Doo movie, but I don't know. It's Scooby-Doo, so it's nostalgic in itself. Yeah. 
But I just, I kind of wanted something new just for like a special treat and to like set this night apart. So I went online and I bought it and I watched it and it was so stinking cute. And I just like, it was really cute. It was actually a really good movie. I was surprised. Like I said, my expectations were very low, but I ended up really liking it. And it was just such a nice little treat on top of everything that I just got to watch this new movie that I really enjoyed. And I spent it with Carolina. And yeah, it was just like ideal um, self-care movie night spa experience. It was lovely. And I don't know, I, I feel like there are some people who have a hard time setting aside time to relax like that. So I know I, I don't need somebody to motivate me to do that, but sometimes like you need that push to be like, okay, just put all of the news away, put all of your work from home stuff away. Why you're looking like I'm crazy? What are you looking? Why are you looking to the? My dad like just that? came in and just turned the lights on and off a couple times. <laughs> I thought you were reacting to what I was saying. I was like, am I sounding crazy? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I wanted to tell him, like, Dad, we're recording, but he just came in and just flicked the lights and was watching the light bulbs, and then he just walked out and goes, nope, Paige doesn't have those lights. (laughs) I think he just went out and bought new light bulbs, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I don't really know where I was, so I'll just not say what I was saying. (laughs) I don't know. That's pretty typical for my dad, so I don't know. (laughs) what I was trying to say is I know some people have a hard time giving themselves that self-care night Mm -hmm. and have to be forced into it (laughs) so I think it's good to just set aside a block of time where you're you're putting you're putting the, the social media the news the work from home projects away and you just do stuff that makes you relax Mm mm-hmm I think it all goes back to productivity because like I feel a guilt when I'm not being productive and you know a self-care night on surface level it's like that's not productive like how is that helping me but it's so productive because mentally I need that I need to relax and decompress and show myself some love but you know just looking at that from like an outside perspective or from a consumeristic perspective, you know, I'm not making any money. I'm not getting anything done. You know what I mean? So why, why would I sit down and put on a face mask, drink some tea and watch a movie? <laughs> but it's, it's like recharging your soul. Yeah. It's so necessary, but I feel like our culture I think we're definitely better at it now, but I do feel like there is still... Especially now that we're all locked into our houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think we're more encouraging with providing ourselves with self-care and caring for yourself mentally. But I feel like there is definitely a cultural aspect that's saying that spending that time can be kind of selfish, which it's not. Like, if you lived your life without doing any of that, that would be miserable. You <laughs> could not imagine. So yeah, it's important to set aside that time. And really, like, I think it's important to tailor it to yourself. That night that I had was just solely something that I would enjoy, like having a hot cup of tea, having my dog laying next to me and watching a Scooby-Doo movie. That is something (laughs) me personally is very meaningful and relaxing and comforting. But for someone else, probably not. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my my self-care spa night would have been different. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to leave it up to you and leave that room for creativity mm-hmm. uh, t- for you to just put together your own self-care yeah. night. Yeah. And now we have reached the end of our challenge week, day seven. My challenge was to watch the sunset or stargaze. And Paige just told me to go out into my yard or onto my driveway and just sit for at least 10 minutes and either watch the sunset or the stars um, when they came out. And I, I chose the sunset only because every time I've tried to look at the stars from where I live, I never see anything. It's like too cloudy or something. And it was very cloudy that night, so I probably wouldn't have seen anything if I had tried to stargaze. So didn't really see much of the sunset either because it's like behind some trees in like the other direction from my driveway. But it was really nice to just sit outside and one of the neighbors had a fire pit going in his in his driveway. So it smelled I could smell like a bonfire Mm -hmm. and um, this bird landed nearby me and just like quickly flew away but I was just like wow look at all this nature and that's one of the things that you (laughs) that you mentioned in the note to to just like look at my surroundings and enjoy it and to contemplate my place in the universe and to open up the letter that I wrote for myself on day three so I got to read some encouraging words from myself and uh, I really needed it. I needed it that day. So <laughs> it, it was perfect timing. Aww. Well, I'm glad it was meaningful for you, Jess. I didn't know how you would react to sitting outside and just staring around at the sunset or the stars. I was out there for twice as long as you told me I needed to be. Great. So. <laughs> wow. Aww. And now we have to end on your day seven challenge, which was apparently the worst <sighs> decision. Yes, you I tried. I tried to last. challenge you and you <laughs> you you totally copped out of this challenge. I'm gonna call you out. I did not. I really did not. Okay, listen, listen, folks. So Jess's challenge for the last day was for me to cook or bake something that I've never made before. Uh, to find a recipe to make up my own and I got Jess I got bonus points if I could get creative with the things I already have in my fridge and pantry and not go out to the store like a good quarantine person so but I said to make something you've never made before and you definitely made something you've made before you just put it in a different device (laughs) okay here we go here we go this is what happened so (laughs) I love asparagus But I am very lazy. So when I make asparagus, I will put it on a plate and I will stick it in the microwave. And I'll put it in for one minute and it gets like kind of soft. And then I put some butter on it and some cheese. And granted, it looks kind of disgusting, but I eat it and I'm satisfied. So my idea for this challenge was to make asparagus the way that you probably should make it and not just do it in the microwave like I typically do. So I looked up how to oven roast asparagus and I did it at nine o'clock at night (laughs) because I was just dreading this all day, Jess. I just don't enjoy cooking new things. I always cook the same things over and over again. Like mac and cheese and hot dogs and quiche and asparagus in the microwave. Those are my specialties. 
That's basically all I cook. Which is why I wanted you to branch out, I know, but I'm not supposed to go to the store. (laughs) You're telling me all you had in your fridge were hot dogs, cheese, asparagus, and butter. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't know, Jess. I kind of tried. Okay, well, okay. I did make it differently than I usually do. Like, I used olive oil. That's new for me. <laughs> I put olive oil on it. I used a different type of cheese. I used Parmesan cheese. And I put it in the oven and I baked it. And then I also had this like sauce in our pantry that I found Hollandaise, Hollandaise, Hollandaise sauce. So, <laughs> and usually if I have like something like that, I <laughs> put it in the microwave. <laughs> and mix it up but this time I did it on the stove top I put it in there in the water and I mixed it up and once the asparagus was baked I drizzled that on there and I threw on some more cheese and it was very good I really liked it so I I feel like it was a challenge in its own way just for (laughs) me I mean you're totally right that I need to expand my cooking (laughs) skills (laughs) But I feel like this is a hard time to do that because I really didn't want to go out to the store and I saw asparagus right in my refrigerator and I was just like, and it had to be used anyways. So I tried. (laughs) I'm only sorry that I didn't put that in the middle of the week somewhere and give you a more exciting challenge at the end of the week because it was kind of a lame way to end a challenge week of creativity. Well, I feel like I could have done better for sure, but... And she admits Yes, I do. I do admit it. And I could have done it not at 9 o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) While watching Cats the Musical with me over Google Hangouts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, overall, Jess, I super enjoyed this. This was so much fun. And it just, again, it was something to look forward to every night. I was excited to go to sleep and wake up and read my challenge for the next day. It made for a really fun week. Yeah. Did you, were there any challenges that you think did what I meant for them to do, like spark something for you to want to continue working on during quarantine? Um, I don't know if that was a sentence that made grammatical sense. Yeah, I gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the writing challenge was so good and it was something I really needed because like I said, I have so much self-doubt when it comes to my writing and I just need little nudges every now and then. And I, I've been going back to revisit it since then. So yeah, I'm hoping to keep that up. Good. Well, like I said, I plan on researching a whole bunch of other countries <laughs> <laughs> so that when it comes time to travel again, I will be well prepared. Nice. I just won't have that $10,000. I know, budget. if only. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope that this inspired some people out there. If, if you got just the tiniest little bit of inspiration, maybe you'd think it would be a great idea to write yourself a letter or go out and practice your photography in your yard with your pet. Make some asparagus cheese concoction. <laughs> I can send you the recipe. <laughs> go look at the sunset. And just go talk to your friends, someone who knows you well, and ask them to challenge you. And challenge them. Find find your accountability partner or partners. You might be surprised at how well people know you and know what you need. 
And I think that's what surprised me the most about this week, Jess, is that you knew pretty much exactly what I needed each day, except for the cooking challenge. <laughs> you knew what I needed. <laughs> I, I, I still feel like you needed it. You just failed it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, I really look forward to putting our bingo board up on Instagram and seeing what people's reactions are. I feel like we should have At a Endeavor prize. Endeavor Podcast. Yes, we should have a prize. What? We should have a prize. If anyone gets bingo, I don't know what. I could <laughs> send them some asparagus. <laughs> some virtual asparagus. Corona-free asparagus. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I don't, we'll I don't know how to out. do that. But. <laughs> All right, Jess. Well, I hope we can do this again sometime because I think we could definitely come up with some more challenges for each other. Yeah. So until next time, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) You were supposed to say something. What do I say? (laughs) Hmm. Paige, would it help if I gave you a recipe that you had to do? Like if you didn't have to pick a recipe of your own and I just said here make this jalapeno mac and cheese oh Oh, that would be a terrible idea for you (laughs) oh well that one I would certainly rebel against (laughs) (laughs) if you gave me a recipe for macaroni and cheese and hot dogs can you not (laughs) escape from your 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 three are you really that unadventurous when it comes to food? I feel like we need to have an intervention. I'm trying to think of other things that I can make, and I can't think of anything. <laughs> I feel like this is a future episode. I was going to say Teaching hot dogs, Paige but I already said that. 